Welcome to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to subscribe and follow this show so you'll never miss a minute. Spadia is compensated for commercial and nonprofit appearances. 610 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia on this snowy, icy, rainy, gross Tuesday morning. Dan. Good word. Right? It yeah. was... Um, so the line that I saw... Yes. ...was at my house. I, I, exactly right. I just described right? your drive in my forecast. Yeah. Uh, right over uh, Mercer County, Middlesex, and Monmouth County. That's where things are changing over as we speak. Yeah. I heard, You could hear it at from... At, at 3.30 in the morning, it was rain. Mm-hmm. By... Five o'clock, I'm going to say. Oh, you could hear the pelts. Sleet, ice pelts. Yeah, yeah. You, you and can tell it's sleeting because of the sound. That's yes. That's the general rule. So it's it's starting to get louder. Yep. And then I, I left the house around I don't know twenty after, and the and uh, as I pulled out of the garage, I made tracks in the driveway. Okay, so starting to stick a little. Yeah, bit. and then maybe a two turns later. Rain. So we'll see what happens here yeah. within the next half hour to an hour um, and see as things change over. This yeah. is a very dynamic storm. And we've talked about it all for, for several days now that the big problem is that this transition and the worst part of the storm are happening now during the morning commute. People right, want to get right. to work in school. And if it's not snowing where you are now, you may have a shot at getting where you need to go this right. morning. But conditions will just continue to go downhill the later this morning we so get. So what by downhill... You're talking about snow accumulation. Yes. And icy conditions. I mean, I, I, I have always, I flash back, there was a storm. I don't remember when it was. It mm-hmm. was maybe 2003 or four. I mean, it's going way back. Wow. And I drove to work. I was I was living in Warren County. Mm-hmm. Left in the morning. It was a little bit sleety, like it was this morning. Yep. Three o'clock, we let everybody go early. It took me six hours to get home on an hour because drive. Because of icing, not necessarily snow. Is that where Bo- we're going with It was both. This? Yeah, yeah, it was both. The uh, the ice, the sleet is a, a limited concern. That only yeah. happens for less than an hour as we make that transition, as temperatures drop okay. below the freezing mark. Um, this is going to be a very heavy, wet snow. Yeah. So if you get a little bit of melt, you know, that can kind of form it. an icy situation because it is going to get quite cold tonight and for the next several days. The snow that falls and accumulates, it's going to be here for a while. It's it's really? not going to fully melt for a while. How about uh, I I am in Keyport tonight. What are you thinking? Uh, what time will you be on the road? Four o'clock. Okay, so it's all done by then. Okay. So what is there is there. Crews will hopefully have stayed ahead yeah. of it on, on main roads, so you'll be fine. Um, you know, just maybe Should expect be. to trudge through some snow on a sidewalk Got or it. something. Got something it. like that. All right, yep. Good. And, and by tomorrow, cleared up? Yeah, what we've got is what we've got. I, I could see some residual delayed openings tomorrow morning. Okay. You know, especially if the higher end snow totals play out. I'm thinking northern half of the state is going to be widespread four to eight inches. That's the general rule. There will be a couple spots that maybe hit 10 or 12, but that's the exception, not necessarily the rule. We're already over four inches in North Jersey, so it's, wow. it is coming down at this point. Okay. Yeah. Thanks, Dan. Yep. So, Eric, not bad at your house, right? I feel like you and I are on each other side of the line. Yeah, you could almost draw a diagonal line from my house to your house and go, all right, there's this. <gasps> snow on one snow, side, rain on the no other. Snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think our ride back will be a little uh, interesting. Yeah, and it also depends on whether or not Lawrence has sent a plow around our little cul-de-sac, and you know, it's I brought Sandra's SUV in today, so that I oh smart hopefully get home and up the driveway. 
That's the challenge, yeah. right? It was, uh, was it slippery when you left or no? No, not at all. It was just rain when I left. Huh. I left the house um, about quarter to three. Yeah, and so, it was just rain. And it was just rain. Well, yeah. I heard it from the time I got up. At 3.30, it was rain. 4.30, it was sleet. By 5, it was heavy. Yeah. And then I could see it on the driveway. But I don't know. I, 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 do you feel like we, we talk about the storms more now than we used to? Well, I think part of it is because they're so infrequent now that they become a bigger deal. Maybe. Yeah, we have not had a major winter storm. No. What would we do, go two years without it? We went two years. There were parts of New Jersey that went two years without any accumulating that's snow. That's amazing. Yeah. And that is, that's just astounding to me. And I, and I don't know if you want to, if it's climate related or, I, you know, I don't know. Or if it's it, cyclical or, or whatever it, it is, right. it's still amazing. It, it's, that it is still amazing. We went yeah. two years without because snow. Because, I, I mean, I remember when I first moved to New Jersey more than 35 years ago now, um, it was a regular occurrence. You had a couple yeah. of big snowstorms every winter, right? There was always at least one or two of them. Yeah. And then we had a couple of whoppers in there, yeah. you know, for, for a couple of years. I wish now. I could remember the year I was talking about, because I'm sure you dealt with it, too. I was living in Warren County, driving to Morris Plains. I'll never forget it, because they we they closed. I was in real estate, working for Jim Weikert at the time. We closed the, the offices probably 2 o'clock, and I should have left. Yeah. And I waited an hour or so to, to wrap up what I was doing, make sure, figuring, all right, how bad could it be? And it was a six-hour journey. Would that have been oh. as far back as 96? No. Let's see. I started working in Morris County in 99. Okay. 96 was a bad storm. I was living in D.C. So I was working in Manhattan. <sighs> and... Um, I was working for a for network radio at the time, yeah. and nobody could get in. I, I and I, kid from Buffalo, I'm like, I can get in. I can get to, <laughs> of to, to New York from Lawrenceville. It's just a snowfall. I drove into the city. Um, I remember yeah. looking out because we were up on the 18th floor. Yeah, and I remember looking out the the windows, and there were people. Cross country skiing on Broadway. <laughs> That's fantastic. And it was, I mean, not since, not until the pandemic has there been that much of a ghost town yeah, in yeah. Manhattan. And it just, it was cool. That was, yeah, that was a, that was a bad storm. That was a bad storm. I, I, we were snowed in for a couple of days. And I mean, DC had no idea how to deal with that kind yeah, of snow. No. So, uh, worst storm you've seen in, uh, in Jersey. And what are the roads like now, especially if you are, uh, driving a truck and you are headed south to north. What is it looking like, Turnpike? Uh, if you're a commuter on the parkway right now, how does 78 look, 80? What are you experiencing right now outside your door? 1-800-283-101.5-616. Fast driving instant weather next. Zero. Six twenty-three on New Jersey, one hundred one point five. I am Bill Spadia. So it is snowing, raining, sleeting, and doing all kinds of nonsense out there. Um, I do think that um, we are a way more panicky society than we have been, and I think we're getting worse. Uh, the the setback over COVID lockdowns and the nonsense and the absurdity of thinking a cloth mask was going to stop you from getting sick it was so ridiculous that I think from that we're now oversensitive to every single thing that goes wrong. And I, you know, every time there's a little bit of weather, I'm driving back on 195 last night 
And the road signs are like, stay off of the following roads after 11 p.m. And it listed pretty much every road in New Jersey. And I'm like, I, I think we're capable with our four-wheel drive cars and even uh, some that are not four-wheel drive to navigate through some slush in the morning. Now, that said, I also have a little PTSD from the weather going back 10, 15 years when I was stuck on a one-hour commute. took me six hours to get home. So there's something to being smart, but I wonder if we hype it to a point where people just use it as an excuse to stay home or work from home, et cetera. But let me ask you, what do the roads look like in your neck of the woods? We'll start with Trevor, who's on Route 78. Trevor, roads are fine, right? Uh, they weren't too bad. I guess up near Jugtown Mountain was pretty bad because I got rerouted on the 173. Yeah. Um, I'm on 31 right now. It seems to be okay. It's single lane movement. I mean, it'd be better if I wasn't driving, and it'd be better if I was sitting at home right now. But always, right? Um, it is. It is what it is at this point. You know, I gotta, I gotta get to work. Gotta make some money. You know what it is? Yeah. So, now, which, what's your commute? You go. Uh, you travel west for your commute, or you travel um, toward the city? Well, this job site I'm going to now. Um, I'm a glazer by trade, so I work with windows metal and glass, interior cool. showers, that kind of stuff. So wow. I am going to like Newtown PA. Oh, right no now. kidding. So are you, yeah. well, all right. So, so South, right? So you're headed South on 31. Yeah. Yeah. Currently. So is it better there than it was when you were coming off of uh 173? Uh, it's about this. Well, 173 wasn't even plowed. So, I mean, and I drive a Subaru, so it's not terrible. Yeah. Um, but, but even still, it wasn't that good. I mean, it's single lane moving right now because the left lane looks like it's just covered in snow and nobody's yeah. driving on it. So it's, it is what it is. I mean, it's going to take me an hour and probably an hour and a half to get to work when it normally would take me 50 yeah. minutes. And it'll so. be two hours coming home. Yeah. Yeah. You're right? probably right about yeah. that. <laughs> you're right, Trevor. You do what you got to do. We got to get to where we're going. All right, man. Drive safe on the roads today. Thanks for checking in. Let's go to Kim on 287. Morning, How Kim. Are you? I'm good. So you're near exit 10. How's it look? Uh, the left lane, nobody's in it. It's all slushy, and um, so nobody's driving in it. So everybody's in the right lane and the center lane. Um, there's a lot of snow. Visibility is very bad, and I'm not driving. My husband is, and he's a truck driver by trade. So he's, you know, very safe driver. Yeah. Very, very good. Now, are you are you headed south on 287 or north? No, we're going north. We left Middletown, and yeah. Mrs. Arrow was correct. When we left Middletown, it was only cleaning, so it was like rain. Yeah. All of a sudden, we're going on the parkway, and as we're going up the parkway, it slowly turned to snow, and then by the time we got on 287, it was all snow. Wow. Where are you headed? So now, uh, well, we're in Somerset. We got off at 10. And the roads in Somerset, everything is just white. There's yeah. no at all. Yeah, I, you're, so you're near Weston Canal Road, right? Yes, yep. exactly. I, that was my commute when I when I started working in Mars Plains and we moved to Princeton. That was my backway commute, River Road to Weston Canal Road. And honestly, Kim, the slightest amount of bad weather, that's a tough commute to be on. Yeah. Well, look, best of your husband. Drive safe, Kim. Thanks yes. for checking in. Appreciate Thank you. you. so much. You got it. You take care. Everybody else, hang in there. What are the roads like where you are? 1-800-283-101.5-628. Eric Scott with your news next.
on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So what's happening in your neck of the woods as you are on the roadways this morning? Uh, Eric, it's always the case, right, for us, because our schedule's so weird that, you know, we see the world at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 in the morning, you at 2, 2.30, and then that world looks a lot different by nine o'clock. <laughs> it sure does, right? Yeah, it's it's fun sometimes to watch that transition, and it's great yeah. for us because we can usually get in ahead of you know all of this stuff happening. Um, yeah, and then watch a transition. But then we'll walk outside and see the the snow accumulating on our car, and we'll be thinking, how are we going to get home? And you know, it, it's it's. Um, I, I mean, I like it. I, I just I I like snow. I don't like this wet snow. This wet snow to me just. Is it's going to be a problem, you know? It's the the snowblower doesn't like it, um, you know. It'll form ice chunks at the base of the driveway. Yeah, you know, it's just a it's this is this is what they call heart attack snow because it's so ah, heavy. The heart attack snow. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yep. I thought about um, salting before I left, but I'm like, it was still so wet. I didn't think it was going to do anything. Uh, if if I were gonna dig in with you and stay here i have considered yeah. a couple of times when i replace my driveway of having the heating system installed I underneath the driveway the, how expensive is that i don't know which is probably why i'm thinking about it <laughs> right, um, right right because once somebody tells me what it costs i'll be like yeah all right i'll we I, had we had the radiant heat when we had, we had our last house so I'm going back now, and we had a flood. We had a pipe burst, and we had a flood, and I had to replace all the floors. And in, in um, the room, one of the rooms, we put radiant heat in the oh. floors because we kind of used it as a as an office and the you know extra room. Yeah, yeah. It was the coziest room in the house. Oh, no doubt. We, it was so awesome. It was under the tile floor, and it was very cool. Now. That's the same technology they use for these driveways, I, I believe, right? They put coils under. Yes, yeah, some of under them are the electric, asphalt. Some or, of them are hot water. Um, yeah, you know, it's the technology has come a long way because I had looked into it originally. So with the the big family room with a vaulted ceiling off of our kitchen that was going to be slate tile. Instead, yeah. I wound up putting the slate All tile right, Alan, in the um, dining room. But I originally was going to do the slate tile there, and I was going to install the radiant heat because that's where my crawl space is. So you right. could have gotten under there to put it in. to put the yeah. coils in, and then it just became prohibitively it's expensive, expensive. because it's it, it's a big room. So to run yeah, all those yeah. coils through there, and then and you can't do it. Did you do it in carpet. the bathroom? You didn't do it in the bathroom. I didn't do it in the bathroom because I didn't need it in the bathroom. You know, the actual footprint yeah. of where you stand when we had the bathroom remodeled wasn't that big. So there is, you know, there are enough bath mats. But in the, if you turn the steam on in the shower, it heats all the marble in the shower. And right. then the shower radiates so it stays the, warm. the heat. Yeah. So it stays nice and warm in there. But the driveway, I'd love if somebody has done that. Right. You see it. I mean, that's the, now. Now that we're talking about it, it's about to pop up on Instagram and tell me what it's. <laughs> so I will. Uh, I'm going to go down that rabbit hole on Instagram and find out exactly what it costs to have radiant heat on your driveway. I mean, you would think that it would, I'm, and I'm sure it's done. There must be some places where airports use it. Well, there are a lot of NFL right? stadiums that use it. No kidding for the so, field. Yeah, for the field is uh, particularly natural grass. No kidding. So there's there's usually a heating system underneath the natural grass 
so that the grass will continue to grow in the wintertime so that it's warm. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah. God, what that must cost. Otherwise, it'd just be a giant mud bowl. Just be brown and gross. Yeah. Yep. You don't think about that. Or I don't think about that. Now I'm going to think about it. That's Well, that'll send you down a rabbit hole, too. Do sometimes do a search for, you know, ground crews and maintenance at, at a football yeah. turf. So who and, does the driveway installation? Is that I wonder if our friend Mick at the Longford Landscaping does that. I, I think Mick does everything. Yeah, um, I'm sure. I but I, I'm, I know with some of his hardscaping, did we talk about this at one point? I can't remember whether we did or not. But it's some of the hardscaping projects that he does. I know they have heaters that'll go into like koi ponds and the, yeah. uh, waterfalls and things like that, so that it stays. I bet he does know, the driveways. I, too. I, I would imagine. He, I mean, yeah. the, the he has a whole paving business aside from yeah. the landscaping, so I'm sure he could probably do. Yeah, that. I wonder, and I wonder what they use on top of it. Like, what's the? Is it under asphalt? Probably not. It's probably some another material. Well, probably like crushed stone or something like that. Maybe. Yeah, I, and it's. I'm sure the pipes have to be relatively heavy because you have to have some kind of support before you start paving over it. All right, I will have by seven thirty. I'll have a whole plan mapped out and uh, and a budget created, and, and, and Jody will be texting saying, "What is going on? Right? You, you shouldn't have come back. Why are these excavators uh, in my yard?" <laughs> All right. What is uh, what is happening in your neck of the woods? And sidebar, I want to know what the roads look like where you are because it is getting worse right now. Um, but sidebar, do you have that radiant heat in your driveways? Or anybody in the Garden State? That has done that on a walkway or a driveway. Tell me what it cost you and uh, was it worth it? 1 800 283 101.5, 644, fast traffic, instant weather next. Zero. Six fifty-three on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. All right, how's it doing on the roads near your home? Are you on the road today? Are you traveling south to north? What is it looking like in your neck of the woods? We'll start with Bob in Medford going on bob good morning so you? i'm doing great it's uh i'm i'm literally living on the line between ice and snow and uh and rain and i i come about five minutes south of where i live and it was nothing just rain how about you burlington just wet all rain just, just yeah. wet. all rain down here so are you expect what do you, are you are you staying home today are you heading out What's your, yeah, what's your I'm, game plan? I'm staying home. I'm retired. I'm in no hurry to go anywhere. Yeah. Now, how's it? How is it being retired in Jersey? Uh, it's tough. I'm retired law enforcement, so. Uh, so no cost of living adjustment. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, Democrats took that away from us, so it's it's hard without the cola. We're going to bring it back, Bob. It's it's one of the the cornerstones of the conversation with common sense policies that we absolutely positively need to do right by our pension holders. And the idea that, you know, you could be retired for 10, 15 years and trying to live in this state on what you were getting paid 15 years ago is is madness. It's it's retired nine years now. So, yeah, my pension's the same as what it was nine years ago. Yeah. And and the cost of living has exploded. And, you know, what's amazing, Bob, is that uh, retired law enforcement have been left out in the cold on this COLA issue. Meanwhile, the state government has increased their budget. I mean, you look at the last five years, we've gone from 35 billion to 53 billion. I mean, it's it's an unprecedented explosion in government spending and you got to ask yourself where, where's the where's the money going right yes 
So that's true. Anyway, enjoy uh, enjoy retirement. We're gonna we're gonna make it right over the next few years. Stay tuned. Okay, thank you, sir. I may take care. All right, let's uh, do have time. It's six fifty five. You know what, uh, Ryan, Ron, I'll get to you guys right after the news, which is next with Eric Scott. Six fifty five. Seven ten on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. We got a mess out there today. Um, you know, I, um, I'll tell you, a lot of people making plans to cancel what they're doing this afternoon, this evening. I, I, I got to tell you, I don't like the, uh, the overthinking these storms and the overplay. And sometimes it turns into a little bit of unnecessary panic, but having, driven through storms in the past and being stuck at work and taking hours and hours to get home. Amazing. If you can cancel, do it. What's it doing outside your windshield right now? David on 295 morning. Hey, Bill, how you doing? I'm good, David. I'm good. It's uh, it was, it was a, an interesting morning as I drove from ice into rain and now we're looking outside and it's, it's coming down hard. How about you? Yeah, I did. I did the complete opposite. I went from rain to ice. I just got off exit seventy-two a couple minutes ago. Uh, you know, we got multiple cars off the sides of the road. Yeah, uh, it's bad. It's, it's bad, and just like you said, man, I got to agree. If you can stay home, stay home, man. It ain't worth it, man. Yeah. It's, not, it's not worth losing anybody. David, over. what are you? What are you driving? Um, I'm in a 2020 Dodge Ram. Believe it or not. So uh, you're not driving a truck. You're and, driving a truck to go to work. You're commuting. Yes. Yeah. How's the Dodge do in the snow? Uh, it's not too bad. Uh, I just got this truck like a month and a half ago. Oh, congrats. The, first, the, the last storm that we just had, like, I was hoping we were going to get a lot more, man. I didn't even get to put it in four-wheel drive. But <laughs> I'm in four-wheel high right now, and believe it or not, it's, you know, it helps out a little bit. But, you know, ice is ice, and if you're going to slide, you're going to slide. It doesn't matter. How much traction you got? It's just not going to work. I slid. I, I backed out of my uh, garage today, and I have a. We, we put in a uh, like a turnaround for the driveway, so you can back out and and always exit the the uh, the property facing forward. I just I hate backing out. I got a ton of trees, you know. I work, and and I slid from the garage as I made the turn. I I skidded in my own driveway, so I'm like, yeah, it's not going to be good today. Not going to be good. How, what time do you then have, have to head home or can head home? Uh, usually around, you know, like the 4 o'clock you know, number roughly. All right. So hopefully the roads will be pretty clear by then. Yeah, I'm just I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, they stay pretty clear all day. I don't yeah. think, uh, you know, I don't think the ice trucks were, you know, set up for this time around. Yeah, kind of funny, David, right? Usually we, we see the brine trucks out two days before. I saw nothing for this one. Uh, not at all. Well, now, they'll tell you it's because of the rain. Exit What's that? When I was approaching exit 72, there was two trucks on the road, and uh, they were cruising at like 10 miles an hour. A couple people yeah. standing behind them, a couple people blowing by them. It, it's, it, uh, you know, you got it's a judgment call, right? I, I think it is typically dangerous to blow past them, though. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. All right, man. Drive safe today. So, Thanks for checking in, David. Too, Bill. Have a safe one. Everybody right. be careful, please. Appreciate you, David. Take care. Let's go to Tom and Jefferson. What's going on, Tom? Tom. Oh, I can't hear Tom. All right, let's put Tom on hold. Let's go to my friend Ron Urban. 
from Advanced Solar NJ. What's going on, Ron? Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm doing great today. I'm doing great. We are busy as hell. So to put put a heat in your driveway. You yeah. What do you think about that? Right. I've just priced the job. It's extremely expensive. And you should call your governor because your pie won't be able to do it because you just raised your electric rates again. Yeah. So you guys have to. You guys all have to pay for the guys that don't have solar. It's kind of a shame. Isn't that amazing? Real quick, Bill. Just real quick. I have a, a. I used to have a radio show called the Energy Show. It's going to be now podcasting coming up. I will be debating uh, politicians, radio hosts, and stuff, and educating them how everything really works and what's really going on in this state. About anything about energy, energy efficiency. Well, we, companies. Ron, you saw the Board of Public Utilities now, right? With the with the rates going way up, yep. way up, yep. and all this is trying to feed and fuel the governor's um, uh, ridiculous effort to completely change the way we we generate and consume energy in the Garden State. Has nothing to do with the market. My guess is you were not consulted, and what's amazing is you're a solar energy guy, yet. Yet you've been one of the most outspoken people against this uh, master energy plan that we have. So he's not talking to the stakeholders in the business. Absolutely. They're doing it to line their pockets, help the utility companies. In my opinion, the the utilities have a new way to make money off of you. Yeah. So people need to get educated before they do a solar project. In my opinion, it's one of the biggest ripoffs. But it's not because of the solar. It's right. how the industry sells the solar. So, Ron, when does your podcast launch? I'd love to come on and talk to you. It's, it's going to be in about a month from now. Everything's all set up. We have a new podcasting uh, area and stuff we're going to be doing it in. We have a lot of people going to join us. Uh, like I say, we had the energy show in New York for years. We got a lot of followers calling us back. We educate people. It's really not about an infra-commercial. It's really about educating people yep. on all kinds of energy, commercial buildings, residential buildings, everything. If someone's looking to get solar and any of this stuff, they should call us first. It's, uh, they'll do themselves the biggest favor they ever had. What's, what is it, 1-800-SUNNY-4-U? 1-800-SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, the letter 4, the letter U, 1-800-SUNNY-4-U, or they can email us at advancedsolarnj.com. AdvancedSolarNJ.com. All right, uh, Ron, we will certainly be in touch. Uh, I'd love to come on your podcast and do some cross-promotion with our podcast, Common Ground. So we'll make that happen. We'll talk uh, offline. Thank you, Governor. All right, man. Take care. That's Ron Urban from AdvancedSolarNJ.com. Here's a guy in this business, and he is absolutely apoplectic at what the governor is trying to do with his master energy plan. All it's doing is driving your costs through the roof, crushing the middle class. Outrageous. All right, Jason, David, Ryan, Andrew, John, I'll be back. What's happening in your neck of the woods outside your windshield this morning with this weather? 717, my number, 1-800-283-101.5. We'll be back after traffic and weather next. Seven twenty four in New Jersey, one hundred one point five. Let's jump right back into it. So, tell me, uh, we're going to try to get as many in as possible. Give me about thirty seconds. Tell me what's happening in front of your windshield right now. Where are you, and how's the storm looking for you? We'll start with Andrew, who's at Newark Airport, clearing the snow. How you doing, Bill? Good, Andrew. How's it looking at the airport? Uh, it's looking pretty rough, actually. I mean, the snow. 
it's like it's like flush, you know, and it, it's accumulating. But you know, there's a lot of water and it's getting all mixed up, you know. How uh, how's the traffic going into the airport? Are you clearing the roads? Are you on the on the tarmac side? Where, where are you? I'm on the tarmac, but I really can't see any of the planes because I'm actually loading the snow that they're pushing towards me into a melter, so I can't really see much. Oh, that's interesting. How big is the melter? What is that like? A it's like a size of a dumpster. What is that? Uh, it's like the size of like a semi truck. I mean, it's like you know the semi trucks that bring like the produce to like shop. Yeah, right yeah, stuff? yeah. Same same size. So what do you do? You have the front loader and you just dump it in and it melts? Yeah, yeah it's got like a, like a 1,400-gallon diesel tank. No and kidding. it's just running all day, burning snow. It'll burn, it'll burn a full bucket of snow in like a minute. No kidding. Where's the water drain? It drains out right out the side and then there's like a drain at the airport and it just goes through there. You know, it's funny you say that, Andrew. I, you don't think of that. But, yeah, of course, with all that snow and all that tarmac, all that field, there's so much square footage. you gotta, you got to put it somewhere. How long do you expect to be out there today? Uh, no idea. Yeah. Um, I started at 2 in the morning. Because <laughs> I, I work construction, so I got laid off. And because I got laid off, I came and worked here. So That's great. And that's, is that a part of a union contract, or you just uh, you have this deal, you've been working this for years? Uh, no, so I actually started doing this this year. I, I am part of the union, but the not the union, but the company I work for laid us off. So if we're laid off, you know, we can't. We'll grab the work. Asked, how, how, yeah. How's the pay? Is it decent for doing what you're doing? Uh, it's $20 an hour. I mean, you're sitting in a machine. It's got heat and, you know. It's, it's not bad. Can't complain about it. Yeah, there you go, man. I love it. I love the attitude. How, so, it's better, it's better than muscle. There you go. Hey, look, you, you got to you got to work hard to make ends meet in this state. No doubt about it. Well, Andrew, thanks for checking in. Appreciate it. Thanks for letting me speak to you. You got it. You have a great rest of your day. All right, everybody else, hang in there. Hey, on the other side, um, what I'm going to do is I was going to have a conversation, and I will have it with my friend Ron Baruti, who has taken a case to the Supreme Court. You want to hear about this? Just when you thought we were done hearing about masks and COVID nonsense, uh, there is a case out there that you need to know about. But I'm going to get to all of you, Jen, David, Ryan, John, Tom, first, we're going to push uh, our conversation about this lawsuit going to the Supreme Court back to closer to 8 o'clock, because I want to hear from you right now, the height of this storm, what's happening in your neck of the woods. We are at the at the peak of the morning commute, so uh, I will go in order, John, Tom, David, Jen, Ryan, on the other side of the news, next with Eric Scott. 739 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls. 1-800-283-101.5. So, really crappy out. We're all snow now here at the studio. So, we are um, right close to uh, Route 1, 195, 295, that whole central Jersey uh, area. And it's all snow. I woke up this morning. It was starting to ice. Got here at the studio 15 minutes away, and it was all rain. Now, all snow. What's happening outside of your windshield? We'll start with David in Fairfield. What's going on, David? Good morning, Bill. How are you? I'm good. What's happening in Fairfield? So we have a mutual friend in George Nader. Oh, no kidding. Great guy. Whole Nader family. We love him. Very good people. 
Uh, Fairfield, it's snowing. I mean, it's coming down. I mean, we're uh, we're out here. My company and I. I mean, we're 32 years in the snow plowing business. Um, you know, we we cover Morris County and, and Western Essex, and uh, you know, it's, it's it's full snow. I mean, people just have to use a a common sense approach when stuff like this happens. Yes. I mean, you know, yes. You don't need to go to Wawa and get a pack of cigarettes this morning. I mean, you know, take a break for a minute and and let us do what we need to do. So that you can be safe out here. Yeah, because you got to figure if it snows for the next three or four hours, by the time you guys make a few passes, the roads by two o'clock should be clear. Yeah, absolutely. And, <laughs> and, and the big guys are out here. I mean, we're we're out here doing it. We, we know how to do it. We know what we're doing. I mean, I have an amazing team and, you know, safety is our priority. And, and, and as long as everybody kind of stays out of our way and I understand people got to go to work and there's things that have to be done, but. You know, again, for, for guys like myself that are doing big commercial parking lots, I mean, you know, consolidate your cars, park ne- next to each other. Do, you know, don't make it a, a, a maze for us to get our work done. I mean, and, and the better we can yeah. do, the better you're going to be served. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great point, David. It's a great point. How many uh, how many guys in your company out there plowing right now? So we probably, I have about about 60 guys on the street right now between yeah. walkmen and plow trucks and machine operators and so on and so forth. What time did you get the guys up and ready? How Were the trucks revved up at we, midnight? We, no, we mobilized at 530. I mean, uh, like I said, I'm doing this long enough where I kind of... Uh, I, I, I don't I don't uh, I, I don't balk at, at the first pitch, so to speak. I mean, uh, <laughs> right. based on the forecast and 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 what it was going to start at transition to, five thirty was the right time. I mean, you know, we're making passes so that people that have to get in early can, and uh, you know, we're not going to do a final sweep and cleanup till probably somewhere around mid mid afternoon, right. early evening to do our final cleanup. Right now, we're just trying to maintain lanes and and keep everybody accessible. But yeah, again, our final swipe. I mean, I'm I'm in the truck pushing as we speak. I mean, uh, yeah. So you know, five thirty was the right jump, and and I think we're doing okay. I mean, uh, you know, bear no breakdowns and whatnot. Everybody's okay. Everybody, you know, goes at their pace. It's not a race; it's a marathon, and uh, you know, we're just we're just doing our thing. I love it. I love it, man. The roads are in good hands. I love how calm you are. Thank you, David. Yeah, thank you, Bill. Good to thank talk you to you. What you do, and I love your political positions too. By the way. Thank you, David. Appreciate that. Stay tuned. Lots more to come. Yes. Yes, sir. I watch and listen every day. Appreciate that. All right, man. Have a great rest of your day. Best of the guys. Let's go to Tom and Jefferson. Morning, Tom. Hey, good morning, Bill. How you doing? I'm good. So all snow for you, huh? What do you got, about seven inches? Easily. Yeah. Right, right now, I just pulled into the airport because my team plows the airport. and uh, Newark Airport. Down here. Yeah, Newark Airport, correct. Yeah, and we we do both sides. We do the uh, we do the tarmac side, and we also do uh, the United Airlines employee parking lot, which is huge. Yeah, I bet it is. Yeah, we're busy down here. How's the traffic going into the airport? Is that, I got to believe tons of flights are delayed. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, traffic wasn't that bad. Um, I did, I did notice there were an awful lot of plows in the Panera parking lot on Route 23. So, I don't know. Maybe the guys are having breakfast. But the bottom line is, you know, it's snowing hard up there. Yeah. Uh, now, what time will you get off the shift? 
when the snow stops. <laughs> I love that. I, people don't realize that, right? You guys, it's not like, oh, all right, my day's done at three. No, you go. I, I just had this conversation with Dan Alexander, who got here at like one thirty in the morning because we you know, we got to get ahead of it on the news stuff. And uh, and I said, hey, you could be out of here early, right? You know, you got in early. And he looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, I know, Dan. When it's done, it's done. That's it. I love it. Unfortunately, unfortunately it doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> we all wish. But we got rotations. You know, the teams come in and they, they plow for yeah. eight to ten hours. And then they go get some rest and but, food and relaxation. Tom, and then, uh, let me ask you. When it's this heavy... It's bad if you're out shoveling, right? They we call it the heart attack snow, right? But but from a plow perspective, is it much different? Snow is snow. Snow is snow. There you go. All right, man. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Tom. Be, be safe, Bill. Yeah, you too. Take care. All right, Terry, Ryan, Steve. I'll be right back. Seven forty-five. Fast driving instant weather night. Oh. Seven fifty three on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Let's jump right back into it. I am Bill Spady, and yes, it is snowing like crazy outside. Uh, seven inches in Sussex and Passaic County, and as you move south, you've, you're looking at uh, we're going to get at least I got to believe three or four inches. There's a lot of snow out there, and I'm in Mercer County coming at you live. So let's start with Steve in Somerville. You got uh, you got the guys out plowing. Steve, how's it look? Hey, how are you? Yeah, I'm in uh, Somerville, New Jersey right now, but we encompass uh, Hunterdon County, Mercer County with our company. So it's coming down pretty good here. It's probably three inches in the Somerville area. So, Steve, how do you how do you handle that? You got to wait until there's a certain amount of snow before you can put the plow down? Yeah, well, we have. So we take care of the Hunterdon Medical Center, annexes and stuff, the nurses' offices. So they have zero tolerance. So we were up all night you know, prep and salt in, and then we have some corporations that are uh, 24-7 shifts. So uh, there's a multitude of different companies we take care of. So we have a bunch of different guys um, scheduled to hit things at certain periods of time. But um, the hand shovelers are going to start working their way out probably around 9 o'clock. So how does that work? They're the guys that are clearing the sidewalks. I mean, what do you have? Is it literally shovels or they've got snowblowers? No, we got, I mean, we got over... 45 pieces of equipment running with the trucks, you know, wow. big loaders. And then some of the guys have, um, you know, tractors that they're in with at power angle plows on them, some big machines with uh, snow blowers on them. And then, yeah, we probably have 35, 40 just straight hand shovelers. Yeah, just to get out because there's certain areas, I guess you just, you need a shovel. Yeah, and there's like, for instance, the Hunter Medical Center nurses' office, there's, there can't be any snow there. So right. there's someone stationed there all the time, you know, putting calcium down and keeping everything like that. So um, how do you do it, Steve? Like, we were, I was talking to, to uh, Eric Scott and Dan Alexander this morning that, you know, we, we, uh, we're always annoyed because it seems like the governor will, will brine the roads two days ahead of a 44-degree rain event. But there was yeah. nothing nothing put down for this. How do you judge that? I mean... Uh, do you, can, how how far ahead can you put the brine or the salt down? And uh, does the rain impact it? I mean, when it goes from rain to snow, is this really a difficult storm for you to manage? Yeah. So this is my thirty sixth year in business, and yeah. it's crazy still doing it. But yeah, yeah so you have all. to look at the you have to look at the climate before the storm, during the storm, and after the storm. So. If you pre-salted and it rained, it kind of washed away, right? So right. it has no effect at all. So 
we look at it as tonight it's supposed to drop into the 20s, so now we're going to have our team out tomorrow morning just spot salt everywhere where it didn't dry up if the sun happens to come out at around 1, 2 o'clock. So every storm is unique. This is super heavy snow. You might only be able to push a half a blade of snow at a time, whereas if it was fluffy four inches of snow, you could blow right through it. So like when people say snow is snow, it's not because every situation is unique. It's it's different variables. So what do you mean uh, by half a blade, Steve? You're pushing it and it yeah, comes so up halfway pushing, on the blade? Oh, exactly. Exact. No, okay. so if you're pushing snow and it's real heavy, you get a big, what we call cornrow, right? The big pile as you're moving it. Yeah. And if you try and take a full blade, which means if that blade is 10 foot, you're trying to get nine foot of it. Some snow is going to spurt out the other side, and you're going to have to clean the parking lots again. So as you begin to move the product, you have to reduce the width of your blade to keep your parking lot clean. So wow. it's just from experience. Like, you'll see a lot of guys where they have a mess in the parking lot. They have to replow that whole parking lot, whereas we try and, you know, teach our guys experience to, you know, once it gets so high, you might have to turn your truck a different way and start moving the product, you know, and moving it at different angles. Yeah. Wow. Very cool. All right, man. Thank yeah. you, Steve. I appreciate what you're doing. All right. All right. Keep Have everyone safe. Yeah, you too. Enjoy. All right. Terry Ryan, hang in there. I'll be back. 757. Eric Scott with you. It's 810 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia. All right. Everybody, hang in there. I want to talk to you if you are behind a plow. I want to talk to you if you are commuting into work. And if you were driving a truck today, but I want to step out of that for a minute because I really need you to hear this story. My uh, my friend Ron Baruti is a true champion of common sense and liberty in the Garden State. And, uh, you know, it's like, here we go again. Just when you thought we'd never have to hear about COVID and the masks and all the nonsense. There is a lawsuit making its way to the United States Supreme Court. And thankfully, we've got lawyers like New Jersey's Ron Baruti who have never stopped fighting because, as you know, we can't undo what was done in the name of, well, let's call it science during the lockdowns and the COVID panic. We can certainly prevent this from happening again. I mean, we know beyond a doubt that the masks not only didn't work, but caused terrible adverse effects uh, from from eye issues to uh, social and psychological issues with children. And, of course, did absolutely nothing to stop the spread, to stop you from getting sick. We know that. There's no doubt about that. The problem is that you've still got um, a crazy environment legally that that even though you can show study after study after study about the harm that the mask ca- caused and that you've still got courts that will rule in favor of the mandates. It's almost like the government is still in a mode of protecting their bad decisions, their harmful decisions. So let's bring in Ron Broody because he is representing uh, a New Jersey resident who said that she was um, uh, essentially persecuted for her refusal to wear a mask at a school board meeting. Ron, how you doing? Hey, Bill. Um, well, thanks for the kind intro. So give us the the, uh, the short version of what happened, why are you suing, and explain how a lot of the news outlets got it wrong on what the lower court ruled. Yeah, well, first of all, this uh, New Jersey resident happens to be my partner and my wife, Gwyneth Murray Nolan, who was arrested at a Cranford school board meeting on Valentine's Day 2022 for not wearing a mask. Wow. Uh, Gwyneth, for eight months, had been protesting the Cranford school board 
uh, and the superintendent's uh, absolute failure and refusal to take any measures to protect special needs children, including her own. Um, one, one of her one son's autistic, the other has other issues. And um, the, the, the masks were interfering with their ability to learn, were mm-hmm. causing medical problems for the kids. She- and, and Ron, that is not even a debatable point now. We know beyond any doubt the masks were harmful, especially to the kids who had special needs. Yeah, well, listen, uh, her, her son, with the autistic son, uh, felt like uh, nobody liked him in school. He couldn't learn. He couldn't read. He couldn't see what the teacher was speaking. He needed to see that to be able to learn. Her younger son um, was five years old at the time, had a habit of licking the inside of his mask, and he got multiple uh, mouth sores uh, caused by the germs that were in the mask. Doctors, doctor even said he, he's got to not wear a mask and, and the school board refused to, to act to protect him and insisted that he wear a mask. So for eight months, this protest went on. Gwyneth never wore a mask to a school board meeting, even though it was supposedly required. Uh, and she always protested. She spoke first. She went through all the proper channels. She first went to the teachers, then to the school nurse, then to the principal then to the school board and the superintendent, and nobody would act to protect the children. She testified before an assembly committee. She's testified before a Senate committee, and she just continued with her protest. On January 24th, 2022, there was a school board meeting. Supposedly, again, everyone had to wear masks. They went through with the business as usual for the first half of the meeting. And uh, just before comments, now Gwyneth was there without a mask, they insisted that everyone put on a mask. Gwyneth refused. They went into an executive session, uh, threatened to call the police. They came back. And when they came back, pretty much every single person in that room had pulled their mask off in solidarity with Gwyneth. Wow. Uh, super strong, super strong person. I'm so proud of my wife and partner. She's really a, a great, great uh, advocate and for her children and, and for children generally. Um, so we filed a lawsuit. At that point, because they continued to threaten that at the next meeting, February 14th, they would uh, arrest people. Gwyneth called the local chief of police who led her to believe that nobody would be arrested for not wearing a mask. Um, She showed up. Uh, They tried to stop her from coming in without a mask. She came in very peacefully, uh, sat down in the front row. Every single school board member, a superintendent, and the school board attorneys had already been served with this lawsuit. They knew exactly what the, what the protest was about, and they had went the rest of regardless. Wow. Um, yeah. So we, we filed, so we amended our complaint in the district court to include that as a, as a retaliatory arrest. And uh, district court uh, threw the case out. We went up on appeal to the United States Court of Appeals in the Third Circuit in Philadelphia. We argued the case several months ago, and we just got a ruling from the Third Circuit, and the Third Circuit, we believe, got it totally wrong. So you're going to appeal and take this to the next step, which is the U.S. Supreme Court. Yeah. So the, the Third Circuit, there, there are two issues here. The quest, there's a question of what they call symbolic speech, and that's the famous flag-burning case, Texas versus Johnson, where they said, look, you're, you're burning a flag, and um, obviously it's, it's symbolic of something that is uh, the protest, that's a known protest. Uh, and, and therefore, it's, it's speech and it's protected by the First Amendment. Uh, and then there's another principle about retaliatory arrests, which is that uh, public bodies cannot retaliate against people for a speech that they don't like. 
this really was a combination of those two cases. There's Ron, the I, but as when I read, the court said that that part of the issue was that you can't refuse to pay your taxes just because you declare you think it's theft. So they equated mask wearing to paying taxes, which is patently absurd, but they did that. So how do you overcome that? Well, because because this is not a this, tax tax paying your taxes is a it's a law you must do. First of all, this is an executive order, not a law. Uh, but but the protest was not about the the mask mandate, Governor Murphy's mandate. It was a longstanding protest against the school board's inactivity, and they knew that over the kids. Yeah, first amendment yeah. affected. So, Ron, here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna have you on our Common Ground podcast. I believe that's coming up uh, next week. And we're going to have a lot more time to flesh this out. Uh, I want to thank you for what you're doing. Uh, please send my best to Gwyneth, your wife, and your family and the kids. Um, I'm going to post this. Is there a website that people can go to track this? Uh, where do you want me to link to find out more about you on our, our uh, website? You could just go to my website, uh, murraynolanberuti.com, M-U-R-R-A-Y hyphen N-O-L-A-N-B-E-R-U-T-T-I.com. That's the name of our firm. You can just Google me and find the website, uh, Ron I'm going to make it easy. I'm going to have it. I'll have it linked today, and you can go to, to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Ron, keep the faith in the fight. We'll uh, I'll announce when we're going to have you on the podcast. It's coming up soon. Uh, we'll broadcast live, and then that will uh, uh, be also pushed out on social media. So uh, we're going to we're going to we're with you every step of the way. We're never going to stop swinging, Bill. Thanks That's a lot. Right. Thank you, Ron. Ron Baruti fighting on behalf of not just his wife, Gwyneth, but uh, special needs kids who were really, really hurt uh, and, and damaged. And some of the stuff, uh, really uh, long-term adverse effects for these kids. And uh, thank God there are people like Ron and his wife who will stand up and fight. 818, fast traffic, instant weather next. Hello. 825 on New Jersey, 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you till 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. I want to just make a couple things clear. On the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadio, there are two posts I want you to see today. They'll be up by the end of the show. One is uh, my conversation with Ron Baruti, who is a tough New Jersey attorney. Uh, his wife, Gwyneth, was arrested because the Cranford School Board panicked and, and didn't know uh, how to keep the masks on the parents and the children. And uh, this abuse of our rights, this abuse of special needs kids was challenged by this mom, Gwyneth, and she ended up getting arrested because she refused to wear a mask at school board meeting as her protest to say, you got to get the masks off these special needs kids. Now, it is beyond any discussion as to whether or not the masks were harmful. We know they were harmful. We also know they were useless when it came to stopping any spread or disease. So hopefully, as this case makes its way to the Supreme Court, Ron is going to win this case, and that will forever put an end to this garbage, and we'll never see this again. Second thing that you need to know is I visited yesterday. I, I want to thank my friend Mark Siegel and Craig who runs the Lakewood Republican Club. I, I had a couple of events last night. One was with the School for Children with Hidden Intelligence. What an amazing place. What an amazing place. Rabbi uh, Eisenman and, uh, and my friend Mark Siegel toured the school with us. It is incredible. And by the way, 
Yes, if you are in the Lakewood area, you've probably heard about the rabbi who has been bullied and assaulted by our government in Trenton for the past eight years. This is not only an innocent man, but the government is trying to put him away for what now has been revealed as a colossal error on the part of the government. And we expect that he will be the rabbi will be completely exonerated. So you can read about the case and read about this incredible school for special needs kids in Lakewood. I will be back to tour the school in a couple of weeks uh, when the kids are there. So stay tuned for more on that. This is a place that if you are a, a family with special needs children, this is a place you want to be. It's incredible. You can find the links and everything. At the website, as I said, it'll be up by the end of the show. So when I'm off the air, go to nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Okay, other side of the, the uh, news, I want to get back to talking about what's happening on the roads. It's a mess out there. Terry, I will get to you first on the other side. But right now, Trav, uh, let's do the news with Eric Scott next. 839 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia with you at 10 o'clock this morning. Talking Jersey, taking your calls, 1-800-283-101.5. Hey, if you want to see the behind-the-scenes wedding pictures, you can go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Also, I, I posted to my Instagram, at Bill Spadia. You should follow me there. There's some cool stuff. And because uh, you can stay in touch. And I always connect our social media to our website here and then and vice versa. But uh, if you're interested in seeing some behind-the-scenes of my daughter's wedding over the weekend, uh, you check that out on my Instagram, um, at Bill Spadia, and go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. All right, what's happening in your neck of the woods right now? What are you seeing out in front of your windshield? Let's go to Terry in Piscataway. Terry, the roads aren't even plowed? Where are you? Good morning, Bill. Uh, well, I just got to Old Bridge. Yeah. I came down 18 from Piscataway. How was it? I got to tell you, it, it's just thick, thick, slick slush. It, it's terrible. We did yeah. about, I think the highest we did was about 18 miles an hour all the way down. Wow, no kidding. No yeah, kidding. I left, I left the Piscataway area around 7 o'clock. I just pulled in in Old Bridge. So that was now, is that minutes. your is that your normal commute? Yes, and it normally takes me about 35, 40 minutes. What about today? How long? Uh, hour and 40. Wow. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it it's, is. It really I, is. from talking to the guys that are behind the trucks today, it seems like this is a challenging storm because the, the, all of a sudden it went rain to ice to snow almost immediately. Yeah, so, and it, I have to tell you, Bill, Quick little shout out. I know there's a lot of people out there, especially our first responders. My family is police, fire, and, and CERT and OEM, but also people that do the job I do, which is community managers. We have to get out here to our communities and make sure they are safe because we're the only ones taking care of those large planned developments. Yeah, that's that, you know, that's a, it's a great point. It really is. So, all right. Are you expecting don't get a day off? No, you know, they we, don't. We have to, we, yeah, we have to get out in this kind of weather because I, know. I just pulled into my community in Old Bridge. I got to get on my guys with the plows and tell them what I saw and what they have to be doing yeah. to keep my senior citizens safe here. Yeah, it's it's a great point, Terry, and we're seeing it. I mean, we we can check out what's happening with the traffic with the maps, and you can kind of go by just a quick glance on how much red is on the screen. And let me tell you, it's all red. 
So people are yeah. slipping, sliding off to the side of the road. There'll be a lot of fender benders today. So keep the speed down. Don't have a race with the plow. There's no reason for that. Let the guys do their job. Hey, Bill, one of the big things is I think a lot of people buy these SUVs and say, well, I've got four-wheel drive. I'll be fine. I can go fast. Four-wheel drive isn't going to help you if there's packed slippery slush on your rubber tires. Yep. Slow down. Slow down, 100%. Terry, thank you. Thanks for the work that you do, and uh, appreciate the update. Have a great rest of your day. Uh, Harry, Mike, Joe, I'll be back. 842, fast traffic and sit with the next row. 853 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. What's happening in the roads in front of you right now? Looking at your windshield, how's it look? We'll start with Ted on the parkway. Morning, Ted. Well, it is bad. I was from exit 100 to exit 109. I kid you not, there were like six or seven car accidents. One of them was a van that hit the guardrail and flipped over. It was upside down. Wow. Uh, The police were there. It looks like the occupants were uh, there safely. The best thing to do is to just go really slow, keep your distance. And as we say in the military, you keep your head on a swivel and just take your time. But the roads, they're, they're out plowing. But the, the, the precipitation coming down fast and it can be plowed. So if you can stay home, if you can work from home, great. But if you do have to go to work like I have to because I'm a first responder, just take your time. And if you're late to work, hopefully your bosses will uh, be a little lenient and not charge you any type of leave or something because at least you show up to work. Yeah. It's good advice. Good input, Ted. If you can stay home, do. Uh, and like it said, the, the worst of it will be over in a few hours, but this is this is the worst of it right now. So be extra careful. Ted, thank you. Get to where you're going safe. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. You, okay. be, you bet. Let's check in with my friend, Mayor Mark Taylor in Florham Park. Wants to shout out the first uh, responders and the, the uh, plow guys that are out there clearing the roadways. How you doing, Mark? Good morning. I'm very, I'm very good, Bill. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great. A little, little treacherous out here this morning. Uh, our police, of course, were out all night long making sure that the uh, DPW came in in a timely fashion. I believe they started at 3 a.m. in our town. Uh, we undoubtedly have the best DPW public works department in the state. Uh, all the roads have been plowed at least once. Uh, our school system with Phil Anfantolino working every, every time to try and get the schools open. But, of course... They called it early last night. Dr. Caponegro was very good in getting that done early. So nobody's uh, nobody's really out on the roads. I'm out right now just following some plows. But uh, How does it look uh, in Florham Park? How does it look? Well, we got we got four or five, I guess, right now, and it's kind of treacherous. Uh, yeah. All the roads have had at least one plowing, uh, but it's coming back. So the snowfall is uh, is getting better, you know, faster, I should say, and uh, and our guys are keeping up with it. So... They're already out with uh, with shovels and snowblowers on the sidewalks of the, door, of the borough properties and uh, getting things ready for tonight, which we're predicting is going to go to a freeze and then everything's going to turn to ice. Yeah, that that's the danger part, right? I've, I've said to people, like, just because the snow stops, you're going to have some of that melt and all of a sudden then it's going to f- get super cold. And the overnight, you got to be very, very careful with tomorrow morning's commute as well. So, um, but yeah, hopefully, uh, I thank God, Mark, we've got the guys that will staff the plows and get out there and do that kind of work because it is not easy work. 
and they don't actually know when they're going to get off that shift. So they've got to make different decisions, right? Big, big shout out also to the county plowers. I'm just on Columbia Turnpike and Farm Park, three county trucks coming down the road. So, uh, you know, everybody's trying to, to get everything cleared and make sure everybody's safe. But if you don't need to go out, don't go out. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Good point. All right, my friend. Thank you, Mark. Have a great rest of your day. Be safe out there, and we'll certainly see you soon. Talk to you soon, Bill. Okay. Thank you. You got it. That's Mayor Mark Taylor in Florham Park, uh, one of our uh, outstanding uh, local leaders in New Jersey. Harry, Jim, Joe, I'll be back. 857, Eric Scott with your news next. 9-11 on New Jersey 101.5. Good morning. I am Bill Spadio with you at 10 o'clock this morning on this snowy, icy, slippery morning. Eric, it's full-on snow out there. You feel right at home, right? I love it. I, Buffalo. I, I will go out and stand in it every once in a while. Yeah, it's great. I, I love it. It's yeah. therapeutic, I think. I, I And it's snowball snow. It is definitely snowball snow. Right? So go throw a snowball. I, I did already. I brought the snow inside. <laughs> I hit the PST window. Dan was in there doing the weather with uh, Chris and the crew. And apparently they heard the thud on the air. She stopped mid-sentence like, someone just threw a snowball in the window. That's funny. That was me. I, yeah. All of a sudden reverting back to like I was 10 years old. Well, you it needed to. to be done. Right? It, I, it, you don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. If the <laughs> snow is like this, make a snowball and throw it at someone. Right? That's yeah. probably like a reverse public service announcement. Now what's going to happen is tomorrow someone's going to have gotten hit in the head with it. There'll be all kinds of complaints. Yeah. There'll be lawsuits. Who knows? Letters will be written. Letters will be written. Yeah. I I, um, I think this is it. The kids should, if your school, most of the schools, it seems that they have closed. In central and North Jersey, yeah. 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 I mean, I guess Gloucester, Burlington, South, you know, it's not really that bad. No, and that's the thing is that, you know, there are people listening, you know, probably in Burlington, Gloucester, uh, Salem County. Well, what are they talking about? Snow. There's nothing down yeah, right. here. It's just raining. Yeah. Here, right? And then there's people up in Sussex County. They're like, yeah, we got nine, ten inches of snow on it. It's here. a lot of snow. Yeah. And and when it's that heavy, it's a it's a big deal. I, I am not looking forward to going home and having to clear the driveway today. I it it, it is, but if How I are don't, you not on mixed rotation. I, I mean, because I just, like doing it. I just don't like the heavy wet snow. This is this is the you called it. It's heart attack. Yeah, snow. this is heart attack snow. This is where like yeah. if you're if you've got any issues with your circulation, yeah. your heart, let let the neighborhood kids do it, or just wait till it melts. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, my driveway is sloped, and it's sloped pretty steeply. So most of it, I can, I might not even need the snowblower, depending on how much more falls, because I can, I have a push sho- shovel, and I can just push it, you know, off to the side. And then, you know, if I don't get the bottom of the driveway cleared out by the time the plow comes through, it's going to freeze overnight, and it'll be a giant block of ice at the bottom of the driveway. That's the problem. And I can't figure out why, and I don't know, maybe a plow driver could, could, say better than I, but you know, it's, so it's a circle, it's a cul-de-sac and I'm on the outside of the circle. So the houses on the inside of the circle don't have this problem because the plow comes by tight enough to that Flip curb the, and the so driveway. It's the apron. Is that why? Yeah. Well, it's it, it takes most of the snow away because they're coming close to the driveway. So they don't have the mountain that blocks them from no, only, that's always my big problem. Right. Well, it's only people on my side of the street have that because the plows. I guess he would have to turn around and drive in the opposite direction to sweep it out on that side of the street. And they don't do it. He just and he doesn't. Pass. I mean, they literally. 
in Lawrence, we're lucky we see a plow at all. I know. On our street. Because they, they literally come by and they do one loop. Yeah. And like, good luck. Yep. And you're on your own. <laughs> you're on your own. Hopefully you got a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joe, Harry, Jim, I'll get to you guys first right after Fast Traffic Instant Weather next, 915. Hello. Nine twenty-three on New Jersey one hundred one point five. Good morning. I am Bill Spadia on this snowy Tuesday morning. Let's jump right back into it. How's it look in your area? We'll start with Jim and Glenn Gardner. How you going, Doug? Good morning. Good morning, Jim. So, how's it looking? Uh, say about what three not, inches? Not, yeah, that that uh, word, Glenn Gardner. My driveway is pretty clear. I guess maybe because it was uh, had some salt on it the last time we had snow, and uh, I don't want that groundhog. <laughs> I love this storm. I, you know, I just think people, are you uh, able to stay home today? You're going to just watch it from yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. We're not, I'm out of work. I'm, I haven't got a job yet. I'm just collecting unemployment. It took me seven weeks to get my first payment from them to the bank. And, um, well that, you know, Jim, that's a whole other story. I, 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 um, I mentioned this in a speech I gave last night in Lakewood, um, you know, the, the government is barely functioning. I mean, that, that's why even with, with the plows, like we've got some great guys out there working the plows, doing the job, carrying the shovels, making sure the streets are clear, but you got to have better leadership in Trenton because I'd like to take a long look at the budget. What are we spending with the brine and the salt and everything else? And do we have it? I mean, I have to tell you, I, you know, we spend some time in Vermont, as as many of you know. The roads are always clear, and it snows all winter long. I, I mean, I, you know, th- they figured it out. And for some reason, we still have to figure it out every time it snows. It's like, it's, it's like we go through the first snowstorm every time. And it's not the guys out there on the roads. It's the guys in Trenton who don't care. So your unemployment thing, it's a trigger for me because I we went through a year of people calling upset about how bad the process was and how many people spent sometimes six months to a year before they were getting what they were owed. Right, right. Disgusting. One more thing. One more thing. I want, I want to plug uh, Art Potts on the uh, radio last night. I called him. Uh, he's going to be up here in Glen Gardner at the DFW on March 23rd and uh, for comedy, a comedy show. You know what? I'm glad you said that. I'm going to ask producer Kristen to remind me uh, a week before that show. I will plug that on the air. Eric Potts, if you've not seen him, you know, Eric did our show with uh, the state police, uh, the homicide uh, unit where we did their awards last year. And uh, he is a funny, funny guy. Thanks for the plug, Jim. Let's go to Harry in Point Pleasant. Burrow. What's going on, Harry? Well, I'm not in Point Pleasant. I'm in beautiful downtown Lakewood right now on Route 9, stuck in traffic. Yeah, I do. I, I You know, th- th- there's no way around it, Harry, whether you're whether it's clear, icy snow, that whole part of the state, just there's so much traffic. So much yeah, traffic. I know. I, I, I've been to that school you were at last night. I've dropped off people there. I'm out Ubering right now. But uh, I came off the beach. It was raining. Got into Point Pleasant. It yeah. started transitional over the snow. Went through brick in Lakewood. They must have two to three inches right now here. Yeah. Hey, Harry, uh, so you uh, were you impressed with how big that school is? It's the school for children with hidden intelligence. Uh, Mark Siegel and Rabbi Eisman. Uh, wow. Wow. What a place. Yeah, I've, uh, I've dropped off at the front door and picked up at the side door. I don't know which door you went in last night. but uh, Yeah, we toured the whole place. They, they've got a, <laughs> there's a pool 
for the, the kids with disabilities that literally you can walk out onto the pool. And what they do is they get the kids with their wheelchairs and they get the chairs out into the into the pool area and it it lowers. It's a hydraulic pump that lowers the floor so the kids have the swimming experience. I mean, it's just a, it's an incredible place. And by the way, speaking of our incompetent, ridiculous government, they went on a witch hunt against Rabbi Iceman. Turns out the convictions they got, they only got two out of nine, all based on a bookkeeping error back in 2015. I wonder if the government, I, I, I think the rabbi ought to go after them legally and get them to, uh, to pony up because what they put this guy through, and here he is literally saving lives and helping families with disabled kids. So anyway, life isn't fair, right, Harry? It's what happens. Well, exactly. And uh, I got to tell you, Bill, it's just, uh, it's just horrendous from the president right to the governor of what's going on around here. We're going to fix it, Harry. Stay tuned. We're going to fix it. Governor, all right, Governor, take care. <laughs> take care, Harry. All right, uh, Joe, I'll get to you first on the other side. And William, don't worry, I haven't forgot about you. 927, Eric Scott with your news next. 938 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spadia. Let's jump right back into it. Wrap up this conversation about what's happening on the roads today. It is snowball throwing snow, but not great to drive in. We'll start with Joe in Jackson. What's going on, Joe and Jackson? How are you? I'm great. How you been? Good. At 8 o'clock, I left Tom's River down by the water, Kettle Creek Road. It just started to turn over. Came up most of county roads. Not one was salted or brined. Yeah. Uh, I think that we, the state is now more in a uh, reactive mode instead of proactive. I don't know if we still have that person in charge of transportation that came from Florida and don't understand. you got to start treating prior to and as it starts and not after the fact when the ice is now already formed. Part two of my question. All right. When did you cry? At the reception or at the <laughs> uh, Listen, first of all, Joe, you could check the website. And I wrote about it, but I will tell you. I, I, here's what happened. So I got a little choked up at the rehearsal. It became very real when, when they were at the altar. I didn't cry, but I think I got a little choked up. But then, then I was fine. I walk her down the aisle. I hand her off to Charlie the Butcher, do the whole thing. We get through the mass. I get, I do the first dance, all the stuff, all good. It was it was the maid of honor toast. I was done, Joe. I was done. Because her friend, Elizabeth's friend Charlotte, one of her best friends, they've been friends since since second grade. She just started talking about I mean it was like it was like Jody and I got to walk this journey of the kids growing up again in that five minute speech. Yep. It was amazing. And that that's what it was for me when when that song came on. Yeah. Her whole life flashed from yeah. Taking her to parks, going sleigh riding. I don't know. Don't tell mommy you slid into the tree. And as soon as she got in the house, mommy, I slid into a tree. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> all those emotions hit me at that one moment, and I could I, I bawled like a baby. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I uh, now yeah. we're not sure, Joe, if there's any uh, video evidence, but there were definitely tears. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. May God bless her with many children. May you have a blessed grandchildren. 
and I hope nothing but health and happiness for you and your family. Wow, thank you, Joe. What a, a super nice thing to say. Really appreciate you. Appreciate you saying that. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you, Joe. Hey, if anybody wants to, uh, if you want to check out the pictures from the wedding, you can go to uh, my Instagram, and it's also linked through our site, nj1015.com slash billspadio. Let's go to William in Manalapan. William, you're, you're a plow driver. You're one of the good guys out there. What's happening? Yeah, we're out there cleaning the roads today, working hard as usual. How long you been out? Uh, since 5 a.m., uh, waiting for it to change over, and we started uh, pushing slush and ice uh, as soon as it did. Oh, we lost you. All right, William. Are you there? Oh, there you go. There you go. How, how It's bad, right? Now, is there a big difference with the slushiness and the heavy, wet snow than you get when it's powdery? Big difference. You got big uh, ice boulders that you're pushing around. You can't really clean it up as well. It uh, doesn't doesn't want to cooperate so well. You're just pushing these big, 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 heavy, slushy ice balls off your your blades. Yeah, yeah. So how I long? Have an answer for the cul-de-sac. Tell me. Oh, the cul-de-sac. Wait a minute. I'm gonna tell Eric to tune in for this. He's he's all right, what? Because he's got his issue is Eric. Right? You were saying one side where you are, you get the mountain. The guys in the turn don't get anything. So tell me, William, Correct. help us out here. So the plow truck cannot push the outside of the uh, cul-de-sac. You're angling the blade one way. The snow is going to push always to that way because you're turning away from uh, that part of the curb. So the only way that we're able to clean it up, even with the fancy plow that I have with the uh, hydraulic wings, we still have to send a bobcat in there and clean it up. Uh, you need something with a small wheel wheelbase that can spin around in a circle to get it cleaned up. You know, snow plow is a very primitive tool. Uh, it, it could only <laughs> it, it goes left, right, center, and it doesn't really do anymore. Uh, modern day plows, we have hydraulics on them; they go up, down, left, right, and then we have hydraulic wings on them. But they're still very limited in what they can do. What do the wings do? So the wings uh, allow me to take a straight blade, and then the ends of the wings will actually scoop. So I can hold snow in the blade longer and push a long aisle, for instance, and push it into the huh. uh, end of a parking lot, for instance, yeah. So any uh, advice for Eric? <laughs> uh, buy a house on the other side of the street. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I figured that was going to be the answer. And, All right. <laughs> <laughs> William, thank you, man. Well, maybe I'll tip the plow driver 20 bucks, and, and he'll just go the opposite way. Yeah, he might, he might run away altogether. Yeah, 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 there you go. Right. <laughs> Thanks, man. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, 940, what time is it? 945 almost. Um, yeah, I got to wrap the show up soon. I, I, I know we have a lot more to talk about. I do want you to check out the website. Two important things um, going on, serious beyond just what's happening today with the weather. Uh, the, um, uh, the school in Lakewood, a great, great uh, story about the school for children with hidden intelligence and this courageous rabbi who is uh, fighting hard for these kids with disabilities and their families. Uh, an incredible experience I have. I want to thank my friend Mark Siegel. I want to thank Craig, who's the head of the Lakewood Republicans. Uh, outstanding, outstanding people that were super helpful yesterday and will continue to be. And we're looking forward to spending a lot more time in Lakewood supporting these great causes. Um, and uh, but, but check out the website as well because my friend Ron Baruti is fighting on behalf of his wife, Gwyneth Murray Nolan, who was her got arrested 
for wearing for not wearing a mask during a school board meeting in Cranford. Her whole protest was based on trying to get the mask off their special needs child. And I don't have to tell you, there is no one out there that can refute the fact that the the constant mask wearing and the mandates caused harm to children, physical, psychological. Ask the eye doctors what happened with their business over the past couple of years based on the mask mandates to find out the firsthand evidence of how bad this was. Uh, and by the way, it didn't stop anybody from getting sick. It was all about your immune system, all about your lifestyle, all about your pre-existing conditions, all about the comorbidities. Uh, none of this, none of this should have happened. We should have never locked down. We should have never, clo- we shouldn't have been closed for one day. And we need a governor and a government in Trenton that will stand up strong to the, the false narrative propaganda pushers out there that hide behind their own junk fake science, the same kind of fake science that has people believing that the way to clean up the planet is to poison our waters and build thousands of thousand-foot windmills off the coast. you got to pay attention to the source of who's coming at you with their information. You're always going to get the truth from me. I will continue to be your super spreader of truth and promote those champions out there who are fighting on behalf of the rest of us. Go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spady. 946, fast traffic, instant weather next. Hour. 955 on New Jersey 101.5. I am Bill Spady. I got to get out of here, but not before uh, saying hello to my good friend Dennis Malloy, who came in early. Yes. Kind of impressed. How were the roads? Uh, not bad. I mean, I normally speed. I mean, yeah. I mean really speed. I go like I've 90, heard that. 90, 95. <laughs> but uh, yeah. when it's like this in the th- third lane, the left slow lane. Slow down like 75? Slow. No, like 56. I mean, like, I, don't, I left early. Leave early yeah. and don't speed, and you'll be okay. You won't yeah. end up in the median in the middle of the. Highway. So, Dennis, got about 30 seconds. Uh, I got to tell you, you lost the bet. You didn't think I'd cry? I heard you cried at the What happened? You believe it? You didn't even expect it. I did not expect it. Got through the whole thing. Made of honor speech. Done. And the last time that happens, you were seven. Last time you cried. (laughs) Yeah. Dan says, because you messed your pants. I heard what he said. (laughs) Thanks, Dennis. All right. Dennis and Judy coming up next. I'll see you tomorrow. Go to the website, nj1015.com slash Bill Spadia. Don't worry. I'll be back tomorrow. Listening to the Bill Spadia Show on demand. Don't forget to check out the latest online from Bill Spadia on our free app or nj1015.com. New Jersey 101.5.